Welcome to another Homebrew Audio Podcast. Record professional music and voiceovers on your computer. We'll show you how. Today's episode, how to quickly and easily improve the audio quality of the Blue Yeti USB microphone. Welcome to the show, everybody. Let's focus this week on doing voiceover recording. And when I say voiceover, I'm talking about spoken word recording. It doesn't have to be for the voiceover marketplace. It could be a podcast, a tutorial, training video, an audio book, anything that is just spoken word vocals only. As with any kind of voice recording, I usually recommend having a large diaphragm condenser microphone that goes into an interface box. And, well, it's not always a box, but some sort of audio interface that provides audio preamps and converters. And that usually goes into your computer via USB. However, that's kind of an expensive option. And these days, some USB microphones can get you pretty darn close quality-wise. And a lot of people have been using the Blue Yeti microphone, which is possibly the best USB microphone out there especially for the price of about $108, which is what it is on Amazon right now. But even though this mic can really sound good, a lot of people seem to manage to make them sound pretty bad. And I think that the problem here is that there are too many options with this microphone. There are too many ways to go wrong with it. One of the first problems, and this isn't a problem with just the Blue Yeti, but with any home recording, is that people have bad sounding rooms, so they get a little too far from the mic and it sounds really echoey, like these converted bedrooms often do. So I took the Blue Yeti microphone into the worst sounding room in my house for echo, and that is the downstairs bathroom. And I wanted to do that in order to give it the worst possible circumstance and then to demonstrate how making several tweaks to the way that you use the microphone can make some massive improvement even in the worst possible surroundings. Probably the best way to prevent that room echo sound that is so common in home recordings is to put up acoustic treatment on your walls in the room you're recording in. But that can get pretty expensive and it requires quite a lot of work actually to you know, affix them all around your room enough to knock down all the reverb. So if you're not quite ready for a big acoustic treatment project, then it's pretty much just you and the microphone and the room. And depending on how you use the mic, you can make things better or worse. So if you are in an echoey sounding room, and that's going to be pretty much any bedroom in any house that doesn't have acoustic treatment on the walls, the farther you are from the microphone, the more room echo there will be in the recording. Another issue that can cause bad audio in a room is if you have a choice of pickup patterns, such as omnidirectional, bidirectional, or cardioid, anything but cardioid will result in more room echo. The directional cardioid pattern will only pick up audio from right in front of it and reject audio, including echoes, from the back and sides of the mic. So unless you have a very good reason for using a different pattern, turn that knob that lets you choose the pickup pattern to cardioid. A lot of microphones don't give you the choice, they just default to cardioid, but the Blue Yeti does have a choice. In fact, it has several choices. So again, unless you really know what you're doing and you have a good reason for doing so, choose the cardioid pattern. The next thing is speaking into the wrong side of a mic can increase the echo and make your voice sound thin and odd. 
Since many vocal microphones are symmetrical, like the Yeti, it can be confusing. Which side do you speak into? And since the Blue Yeti is actually round, it doesn't have a front and a back side, it's even more confusing on this issue. The Yeti is a side address microphone, which means that you speak into it sideways. You speak into the side of it. So on the Yeti, you should be looking at the side that has the blue logo on it, and then the mute button under that, and then the volume for the headphones, the volume knob under that. And then you speak into the side. I've seen a lot of people point the, the end of the mic toward them like you would do with a handheld mic on stage or something and speak into it that way. That is incorrect. You need to speak into the side of the microphone and the correct side is the one with the blue logo on it. And another way to easily ruin your audio is if you have the gain level, the input level too high. Your audio will be too loud and when that happens, distorting or clipping will ruin your audio. Most USB mics make this difficult to do. You have to actually go into the operating system settings like the window hardware and sound settings and then you can adjust the input gain there. But the Yeti has a gain knob on the back. And while that makes it convenient to control the input level, it also makes it convenient to turn it too high. I've heard many distorted voices coming from conference calls, Zoom calls, and what have you, because people have that knob turned too high. So to be sure, make a test recording on your computer with recording software, like Audacity or whatever, and then look at the waveforms to make sure that they aren't going outside the top and bottom lines of each track, which is how you know that it's too loud. Plus, if you clip slash distort, it will sound pretty horrible. In fact, here is a sample of what distorted audio sounds like from the Blue Yeti. So now what you hear is clipping. My audio is distorted and it should not sound very good at all. It should sound pretty buzzy. So this is just definitely something that's too easy to do with that knob being on the, on the microphone itself. So I'm gonna turn that back down. So on that clip, in addition to it sounding echoey because I was in the bathroom, it's also distorted and basically that means it's ruined. So, how do you get the best audio quality out of your Yeti? The first thing is to get your mouth close to the mic. I recommend getting it in there about uh, four inches or so, inside six inches, but I'd recommend about four inches. By the way, I recommend getting the blue off of the desk stand that it comes attached to. Yes, it's convenient and it's actually kind of cool looking, but the fact that it's sitting on a desk stand means that it's almost by definition going to be too far away from your mouth, unless you, you know, bend forward and hunch yourself over to get your mouth close enough. So I recommend removing it from that desk stand and getting yourself a standard microphone boom stand and attach it to that so it gets off your desk. Another problem with having it on the desk is that every time you click your keyboard or move your mouse around, it will go right up the stand and cause all kinds of bumps in the recording, which of course you don't want. Getting it onto a separate mic stand that is not attached to your desk will help with this. I also recommend that you get a shock mount. There's a specific kind of shock mount that you can use for the Blue Yeti. There's a couple of them actually. And um, one I can recommend because it's the one I got is called the Blue Radius 3. Then as I mentioned earlier, use the cardioid pattern. So make sure you turn that knob on the back of the Yeti to the cardioid pattern. It's the one that looks like a little heart. 
Unfortunately, the Yeti comes defaulted to the stereo setting because it is a stereo microphone. So if you use that, though, you're going to get more room sound. So turn it to cardioid. Then speak into the correct side of the mic. I talked about that. You should be looking at the blue logo. Obviously, don't turn the gain knob too high. I recommend, um, if your mouth is in about four inches or so, that the gain knob should look like it's set to about 10 o'clock, if it were like a clock face. And now here are some before and after audio samples from my bathroom recordings with the Yeti. I'm recording into a Yeti microphone in a very echoey room, which is common for home recording studios, people recording in converted bedrooms, or home offices. And this is probably the most common audio quality problem that people recording at home have. This microphone is a very good microphone, but the reverby, echoey sound of the room you hear coming through the microphone makes it sound like it was recorded in a home studio, and it's got an amateurish quality about it. I recorded that one about 18 inches away from the mic, which is not uncommon. The mic was sitting on a desk stand, and I was in the bathroom with the pattern setting set to the default stereo on the back of the mic. Now here is some after audio, after I've done some of the things that I talked about, got closer to it, got it on a mic stand, and changed it to cardioid and all that stuff. Okay, I'm back. I am recording into the same microphone in the same room. You'll probably hear still some room echo, and that is because we are in the echoiest room possible, which you will never be recording in, presumably, which is the bathroom. So keep in mind that this is the worst possible condition for room echo, room, room reverb. So though this is the same microphone in the same room, here are the changes that I made. I switched the pattern on the back of the microphone from stereo to cardioid, which means it's only picking up sound from in front of it and rejecting sound from behind. I also put the mic onto a mic stand and it is suspended in what is called a shock mount, which means it's suspended in the middle of a bunch of rubber bands so that knocking against the mic stand, I'm tapping on it right now and you're not hearing it, tapping on the desk, you don't hear it, so you won't get the rumbly, bumping sounds that you might otherwise get. So that sample was the after picture with some of those improvements put into place. There's still a little more room sound in there than I would normally like, but that is a pretty dramatic improvement in audio quality there just by making some very quick changes to the way that you use your Blue Yeti microphone. So if you use a Yeti microphone, hopefully these tips will help you sound a lot more professional. That's it for this episode. Tune in next time for another Homebrew Audio podcast. 